centuries. Darkness ruled over the world. The evil and the wicked reign supreme. But along came a podcast imbued with light, determined to serve, return, and fight for righteousness to establish Dharma in life. To four corners of the globe, the call was heard. The end was the beginning, and the beginning was the word. It was mightier than the sword. The Lord was first take this birth to realize heaven on earth. G'day. Welcome to the Spiritual Tradie Podcast. Today, I wanted to get into the real danger behind the vaccination program, the vaccination passport program, and what that all leads to. And this doesn't mean um, that we have to not vaccinate uh, at all, but the problem is they're using the vaccination as a means to enforce digital identification. And what's the problem with that? Don't we already have identification things um, within the country? Yes, we do, but we also have some freedom, some separation between us and the government, and also between us and the governments of the world. And so what I wanted to do today was um, take us through a little walk of where this all ends up and the possible uh, problems that we could face. And I don't want to be, you know, just importing fear into you like the mainstream media does. But, you know, if you respond to that, then I will. So here I go. Um, So obviously, the COVID situation we know across the world has been super manipulated by the media because that's how they get their clicks. That's how they get their money. They get paid by your attention. The more you click, the more you um, watch the screen, the more viewers they get, the more money they make. And so we've seen in America, particularly um, hospitals, be um, incentivized to put people down as COVID deaths, to put people on respirators and ventilators when they're not necessarily needed. And so um, in Australia, we've seen, you know, one statistic be, be reported in the media, and that is the people that have died whilst having COVID in their system um, at the same time as being extremely old and having uh, comorbidities like cancer, Alzheimer's, all these other things that happen in old age, um, and, and even younger people with comorbidities, but they don't get put down as a cancer death with corona. They get put down as solely a corona death, and it's shoved in our face every day. Look at all these people dying from corona, yet there's no mention in the statistics of all the people dying from suicide, um, all the people dying from all the other causes that we don't pay attention to, uh, like smoking, um, heart disease, and all these other things that they probably would put down as a corona death if they could swab that person and get them to test positive just before they passed away. But anyway, it's another story. And so what does it all lead to? It all leads to vaccinations, right? Because the solution to this is to lock down, to stay safe, to control everything until they find the vaccine, which they're going to mandate upon everybody in the population in order to keep them safe from something which isn't that big of a threat. Um, So what happens is 
they're going to implement the mandated vaccine. And with that, they're going to want to control because this is an international pandemic. And so the reason, the reason why this is so dangerous, um, not the pandemic itself, but this uh, plan to mass vaccinate the world. And there's plenty of information out there if you care to do the research into all of it. Um, the problem was so dangerous is because it's going to require if um, they vaccinate everybody and they want to detect who's been vaccinated from which country and they're going to say, well, we need to know who's been vaccinated so they can come here and then we need a system to globally monitor every single person on earth and put them on a system so we can know if they've had their vaccination or not. And so that seems harmless in and of itself, right? We're just doing this thing. We're just giving you a vaccine so we know if, if you're safe, so we can keep safe and everyone's safe. Yes, it's a good thing, right? But then what they're going to try and do is put these little micro needles in the vaccine in the micro needles, put the micro needles on the skin, and which leaves a little bit of ink or a tattoo, if you will, a digital marking, which then can be scanned by a scanner or a, a modified phone in order to identify you, maybe even uh, require you to submit other biomarkers. So then, you know, because obviously long-term, it's not going to be viable for people to stand there and scan you, every single person moving through an area. So they're going to want to use face, facial rec recognition technology in order to say, right, those biomarkers are in the system as that person is someone that has been vaccinated or this person's the mark on their skin, which is ridiculous uh, that we're even talking about tattooing people like their stock, like their cattle. Um, it's, this is crazy. But anyway, they're going to try it. They're going to, they're going to implement these things. Here's this, we're going to scan this and you can't see the tattoo under normal light, but on this special light, we'll be able to see that you have this mark. And that means that you're vaccinated and that's just going to keep you safe. It's going to keep us safe and everyone's happy and safe, right? The problem is, is that this is going to become part of a global digital network where every single person on the planet, if you, you know, need to be um, registered to be able to travel interstate, interseas, overseas, all this kind of stuff. I said interseas. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter. The point is that everyone's going to have to be bought into this system and who's going to have control over the system? We don't know. Maybe the World Health Organization, maybe, you know, some conglomerate of government, uh, different different governments will create some kind of um, team to be like the global vaccination registry um, bureau or something like that to over, oversee the program and to make sure it all runs out across all the countries properly. Um, anyway, this is the beginning of the problem because now we have every single person vaccinated, um, exposed to whatever poisons they decide to put in us, and we're also registered, uh, we're tattooed, and we have our facial recognition technology um, embedded in the system, which can be then used in any country around the world to detect where we are and who we're in, in, um, in relationship to, or anything like that. And so, and the people that have power over that system, we have no idea. And so this is how it begins. They get the system in place and then they say, well, now we've got the digital system. How, let's streamline things to make it easier. Let's just mean that you have to have 
one of these numbers, the passport numbers, to get a bank account. It's like a social security, but it's for the world. It's to create more freedom and more flow between different countries as we move towards a single currency and uh, the one world government, right? And so this is like a conspiracy theory, and I didn't get into conspiracy theories, but this is where it all heads because it makes perfect sense that if you have everyone digitalized and you want to streamline things, you just start pulling down the barriers between each country uh, once you have the digital network in place. And so what they do is they say, all right, now we have to have everybody in Australia, everybody in America, whoever that, wherever they are, to be on social security to get your... Um, your Centrelink or any support from the government, your uh, support for single parenting uh, allowance or your support for childcare or any rebates, your tax will go under this single number so that everyone's, uh, it's all integrated into one neat little system. Do you see where this is going? And so all of the people, at least in Australia, right? Let's say, let's just say it's just localized to within Australia that every single person has to be in this digital system where they're tattooed and, and vaccinated by law and they also have their digital features registered on this system. The problem becomes then when they say, okay, now we're going to integrate this and bring the, the bank facilities online, the credit facilities, so you have you want to get a loan, you just have to punch this simple number in. It's very simple and then it'll tell you straight away how much credit you're able to, to um, have access to um, and it'll have all of your information, like how much money you have, how much debt you owe, the properties you own, all of this kind of stuff uh, will be easy to find, easy to display, easy to track between here, between overseas, wherever we go, just be this global web of interconnectivity. Um, this is the problem because once you have no other way to get outside of that system, there's no, there'll be no more cash. We're gonna, we'll disband in cash. We'll be like everything will be on the 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 web of uh that they're creating by bringing in the vaccine by bringing in the the digital technology so once you integrate all of that then all the government has to do if you oppose them is turn you off is block you exactly the same way they've been practicing this with us for uh you know many years now with in social media uh facebook and Instagram. And what happens is, in the exact same way that if someone doesn't like what you say, i.e. Facebook wants to censor doctors in America, and they upload a video, all Facebook has to do is go through and pull that thing down from that account, you know. Or if they decide that things you're saying, i.e. Alex Jones in America uh, said some crazy shit, but, you know, should you not have the right to say some crazy shit, especially when right now a lot of it is coming true. Um, and I don't even know what Alex Jones does, so don't put me down as an Alex Jones fan. I'm just saying he's an example. And that creep of banning people on the far end of the spectrum is sliding across more and more and more and more and more people become cancelled um, as the uh, power structure uh the Facebook power structure, the social media giants, Google, all these things start to feel threatened. They just start silencing voices more extreme, more extreme until there's only one voice allowed to be heard. And this will be the same, um, the same thing that'll happen 
in individual countries where you'll have it'll just turn into China. Basically, that's where it's going. That's where that's what it looks like. There's there's one authoritarian leader and you don't have any democracy. You have journalists that get disappeared. You have uh, political opponents that get disappeared, that get murdered, that get uh, shut down. And it might not have to be a physical murder in the future with this system in place. It'll just be anybody that doesn't agree with the narrative that's being championed by the current government. They will have the power to disable your financial um all of your finances, they'll be, have the power to uh, shut down your assets, they'll have the power to stop you from accessing, um, t- having access to government support and assistance, much like the no pay, no jab, no pay um, debacle that has been unfolded to blackmail parents into injecting poison into their kids for the last uh, couple of years in Australia. Uh, but this is where it all heads, and this is why I I don't want to be injected with poison, but I respect your right. I respect your right to do that. I respect that if you feel that the coronavirus is that real and it's that much of a threat, I respect that you uh, feel uh, threatened by this and that you would take that the risk of putting that in you to try to prevent this from happening to you. I respect that. But I don't uh, get the idea that we're going to mandate an untested uh, drug and give it to everybody in the population when it's quite clear that people are able to recover from this very naturally and of their own immune system. And so I don't, I'm not opposing the vaccine just up upon the back, the vaccine front. I'm opposing it because it shouldn't be mandated. Um, I'm opposing it because the digital technology that they're going to use in order to synchronize globally who's had this vaccine and who hasn't. And we're already starting to see um, that Britain uh, is is going to be an early adopter of this technology, which has already been rolled out in India and effectively the whole population of India has been put onto the system. And so uh, this is a big problem. This is a huge threat to freedom to democracy and to the human rights and if if the government they won't tell you about this they're not going to sit down and say well this is where we're heading we're heading to a one world government where everybody is effectively on the same system and they're not going to tell you well effectively we're going to have complete control over everything they already have control over the mainstream media um, there's no conversation uh, about of real discourse. There's no real discourse in the media. It's um, two sides of a very narrow bandwidth of conversation. It's this side and this side, and everything outside of that is called conspiracy theory. And so, what happens? What where we're heading with this? Where it heads very quickly, as you see. Um, it doesn't matter whether you like Donald Trump or not. It doesn't matter whether you like the views of the side. Of, of the Republicans or you like the views of the Democrats. The point is that we need to live in a society where you are free to speak your mind and you are free to express your views, no matter how crazy they may be. Because if you think that your ideas are so correct, you might be a part of Nazi Germany, you know? Maybe, maybe they weren't um, all standing there killing innocent people, 
but they were supporting the party that was doing the killing. And so in this sense, we need to make sure that we protect the right of opposing voices to speak against the government and to speak against the media and to speak against corporations. And so even in that sense, if you even if you don't like um, climate change and let's say the right government gets into uh, the position of power and then they have everyone on this system and you want to protest it, they can just facial identify everyone that was at the protest and just give them a, uh, we're going to give you one week of uh, no access to your money or no access to your assets or shut down your business or whatever because it's all been integrated into a digital system much like communist China and this is going to happen on a global scale where you have every country in the world hooked up to one conglomerate, one global system, the singularity. It's all the shit the conspiracy theorists have been talking about. They're making a play for it right now. If you don't believe me, keep watching. You'll see it's happening. There's articles uh, one that I read this morning about what will travel look like in 2022 in on the BBC.com where they speak generously about this new technology, this micro needle technology, which doesn't hurt like normal needles. And it hardly even, it's just like putting a bandaid on and it's really, uh, it's, you know, it's breakthrough technology. What it is, is a digital tattoo. And um, what it is, is a tracking device basically, if they can scan it and tell who you are and where you've been and what you're doing. Um, this is not good. We don't, firstly, we don't want to be branded like cattle. Uh, we are human beings and we do not want to be treated like cattle. Secondly, we're not Bill Gates' science experiment. We don't want to be injected with whatever the fuck these immunologists, whatever that means, um, deems uh, appropriate because the body has an immune system and all individuals, all humans have a different immune system. So you can't make a copy paste one drug fits all for everybody, just like you can't have a one copy paste diet fits all for everybody or a copy paste set of clothes or a copy paste uh, set of visual glasses if if you're short of seeing or a copy paste one, one size of shoes for everybody because everybody's different. And so this mandatory medicine isn't going, it doesn't work, right? And also, why not just treat illness? Why are we treating before people get sick? So we're saying, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's give everybody in the population chemotherapy. Why would we do that? Uh, because they might have cancer. All right. That, that seems like a a good policy. Yeah, I get it. If, if we, if we give everyone in the, in the population, chemotherapy uh, at one go, then we will wipe out cancer uh, for one year and we'll have no cancer on earth for one year and then we will have won the battle against cancer. See how that sounds ridiculous? <laughs> See how stupid that sounds? But what about when it comes back next year? Yeah, well, that's all right. We'll just chemotherapy everybody again next year uh, when it comes back. All right, so we're not... But what about people that aren't sick? No, no, chemotherapy them too, in case, because we want to beat the battle against cancer. All right, okay, I see. No, no one sees. It doesn't make sense. And so 
Uh, you've got your, you know, questionable pandemic that's playing out. Uh, you know, another good point was that video or the videos of people dropping dead in China that we saw when this first broke out in March. This, These videos going viral of, you know, people dying on Chinese streets wearing masks, no doubt. And uh, they were just falling dead in the streets and people were just standing around shocked at how these people had just died. That's not how people die from the so-called corona at all. Uh, and so we've been lied to from the very get-go, and uh, the lies continue. The inflation of numbers of deaths, um, the the failure to note the actual comorbidities when talking about the deaths, the fail the failure to recognise that 90-year-old people uh, are dying and they're being accounted as tragic losses of life from COVID, like they're going to live forever somehow, um, and then ignoring all the other death that happens, that happens every year, you know, 170,000 people died in Australia last year and we, and we got through it perfectly fine. We understand that death is a part of life. And, uh, but this year, 250 is too much, 250 people from one disease. And, and like some smart people have said, they don't mention the, uh, actual stats on suicide. They don't mention the job losses. They don't, they sometimes mention the job losses. They don't mention the, the individuals that have been, uh, losing their businesses, that are losing their houses, people's relationships, people's lives have been shattered by this. They don't talk about those stats. They talk about 250 people that have died and it's disproportionate. And the reason is because, uh, well, no one really knows what the reason is with uh, Daniel Andrews because he's so shady and doing backdoor deals with China. But it makes sense because he's brought in a, a very uh, good demonstration of what happens when you try to implement this totalitarian rule in Australia. We accept it way too easy, way too easy. It's scary to me how quickly people have adapted and adopted this totalitarian shit and, uh, you know, uh, you know, under the guise of, oh, we're keeping safe, we're keeping each other safe, they're going to roll out that same horse shit when they say you need to get the vaccine because it's going to keep other people safe and the vaccine only works if everybody gets it. No, it doesn't. If the vaccine works, then it works. And if I don't get it and it doesn't work, then that means it doesn't work. Okay? This is double speak. Again, keeping us apart keeps us together. No, it doesn't. It's just fucking backwards. So if the vaccine works and an old person wants to take it, they're more than welcome to take it. And everybody else is more than welcome to refuse it. And any government that mandates this upcoming vaccine is a criminal enterprise. Simple as that. You're a gangster. You're a criminal enterprise. And uh, we need to not bend over and be fucked by these guys. Because it's all going towards this overarching system they're trying to enroll us into you see what i'm saying streamline it all then everything's 5g everything's artificial intelligence we're being policed by robots uh we're fucking you know this is conspiracy shit from five years ago and i didn't even bother getting into it but now it's like ah oh, i see where this goes this is not good ask the jews how tattooing went from the nazi germany ask them how that went doesn't end well and you see the politics, right? And it's it's hard to tell people this because they they think that Trump is the bad guy and they think that they're the good guy. And it's like, no, none of you are the good guy. It's all shit. But when you get on your team, we're like, yeah, this team versus that team. You're going to be so happy 
when you have the power to then shut down all those people on a global scale that anyone that opposes you, you can just turn them off at a flick of a switch when they're in the system and everything that we have is connected into that one system until the wrong person gets into government and starts to shut you down. And then you realize that you fucked up. But by then, it's way too late because you're deep in it. And then you're, then you're in forced labor camps, you know, and all that kind of shit. Because it's what we need to do to keep people safe. So that's been my spiel. I hope I've explained the danger with allowing the government to mandate vaccines and to mandate digital passports and Um, If I haven't, if you have any questions about that, please feel free to ask me. I'm very happy to hear that I'm wrong. If you have an opinion that is uh, somehow, you know, going to enlighten me uh, how this this idea of one global control method could be good for us all and how the government's not going to use it or not this government, but the governments of the world and the global elite are not going to use it against us. If you can, if you're so convinced that it's a good idea uh, that we should all sign up for it and it's for our health and it's for our safety, please come and chat to me. I'll happily have a conversation and become so enlightened about how this is great for all of us. I'd love to have that conversation with anybody who has knowledge about it, who knows about it and wants to talk about it, please. So that's me for today. Uh, thank you for listening and hopefully I can have the rest of the week off social media.